I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi guys, this is Martin, your gigay na kapitbahay from Tondo. Welcome to Kudazers, a podcast for and by Filipinx millennials and edgers. Hello mga kapitbahay, welcome to the third third episode ng um, one by one series namin where we let you inside our own thoughts individually while we are quarantined. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, health. Let's unpack this, this thinking na, lalo na sa mga lalaki na ang personal hygiene is equivalent, lalo na pag maarte ka sa kawan, is equivalent to gayness. No! Personal hygiene is taking care of yourself. Uh, personal hygiene is a turn-on for girls. Aminin nyo mga babae na pag ang isang lalaki ay may magandang personal hygiene, it is such a turn-on. Hindi ko alam kung saan nang galing yun, kung anong toxic masculinity yon na pag ang isang lalaki ay maarte sa katawan niya at may magandang personal hygiene siya. Bakit yun kinoconsider na gayness? Bakit yun... Uh, quote-unquote, kinabakla ng isang lalaki, di ba? Personal hygiene. Kailangan talaga natin i-value ang personal hygiene because it is our first line of defense sa virus na ito, sa, sa COVID-19 na ito. Bakit? Uh, sa simpleng paghugas ng kamay natin, sa simpleng pagliko ng araw-araw, sa simpleng pag-toothbrush natin, nababawasan natin yung chance sa magkaroon ng virus, di ba? And also, hindi lang naman kasi sa virus, sa iba't iba pang mga sakit, lalo na pag sa pagtututplash, halitosis, sa, pag, uh, sa pagligo, ganyan, na, 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 nadilinis natin yung katawan natin. Kaya kailangan talaga natin yung, yung personal hygiene. I guess if I had to confess, there were a lot of times where I kind of put someone's health in jeopardy. Like, I couldn't count how many times I've coughed in public without covering my, my mouth. And my friends could actually testify. Malala akong umubo in public. Or I'd sometimes touch shared food without washing my hands and lie about it. So, I've always had that feeling na I was young and in the prime of life. I had the, that feeling na invincible ako. And with that feeling, how could I get sick, di ba? Akala ko din harmless yung small habits ko na pag-ubo without covering my face or paghawa ko kung saan-saan. But then, given the circumstances that we have right now, given the coronavirus na kumakalat ngayon sa buong mundo, I became a lot paranoid. Started this year, or towards the end of the year, I actually am very sick. Like, I thought I'm gonna die at some point. I really thought I really was dying. Like, like it was that intense. Like, I had to miss um, a few recordings before. Or, basta I'm not sure. Basta alam ko, wala ako sa recording because I was really sick. And then they, 
they partied without me. Tapos, oh my God, like, nakaka-ines. Pero kasi nilalagnat ako noon and I was really like, hindi mm, ako nagtotalk shit dito. Sobrang lala nung sakit ko na yun. Umuubo ko and pumunta pa ako sa, ano, sa Chinatown to get me some, ano yun, yung mga, sa feng shui, yung mga charms. Because yung sabi ko, yung para pag-protect sa, ano, sa health ko. Because sabi sa zodiac sign or yung reading sa Year of the Rabbit, you may problem nga daw with the health and everything sa year ko. And I actually started the year with a fever because I, kung, makik- kung nakita niyo IG post ko, nalaman niyo na pumarty ako and then I woke up with a fever and I woke up with no voice. Yung mga nakamit sa sa La Union yan, sh- La Union dyan, shout out to you, narinig niyo kung gano'ng ka- wala akong bosses noon sorry talaga hindi ako nakipagkwent hindi ako nakapagkwentuhan sa inyo dahil wala rin akong paano ako makikipagkwentuhan pag wala akong bosses like legit I think if we want this pandemic to actually end it will require everyone to look beyond themselves and take collective responsibility We need to focus on the importance of leading a generally healthy lifestyle in order to protect the nation. And when it comes to diet, overall diet and health and wellness, I I had the time during the quarantine to really, you know, count how much calories I'm taking kasi hindi natin napapansin as you know, as young adults, especially for those people who are entering their mid 20s. Sometimes you don't um, see it, you don't notice it. Yung same amount of food that you take, the same rate of appetite that you have, when you get older, it bogs you down, it makes you fatter. And I'm not saying na make, being fat makes you less of a person, it's just that, is that what you want? Is that what you're aiming for? And for me, I was surprised when I was calorie counting na parang, oh, I think I'm actually used to eating way more than kung ano yung dapat na iniintake ko. And for my weight, I needed to, you know, replan again how much I eat or how much I'm supposed to um cook or prepare for myself. And yung vitamins kasi nawala din sa habits ko since I left home. Kasi nung bata ko, yung nanay ko lagi nagbibigay ng vitamins sa akin na, oh, uminom ka ba nito? Uminom ka ba ng ganyan? And then, you go to college, you feel invincible and you forget all these healthy habits that you used to have when you were a kid. And there's there's a lot of choices for food and you suddenly feel like you can spoil yourself. And now, I'm starting to, you know, revisit and want again to eat healthy and to eat more vegetables and fruits, especially fruits. I've rediscovered during the quarantine how good fruits make me feel. Like, you actually, I actually feel clean inside my body when I eat fruits. And I'm one of those people who, who have a problem with drinking water. I never drink enough. I always forget about it. Hindi ako uhawin. And now I have to remind myself that have you drank your water, bitch? Like, <laughs> ganun na ako ngayon na. And I always put a bottle of water inside the room or wherever I go 
I bring my glass with me so that every time I see it, uminom na ba ako? Naaalala ko siya. And one of the things that added dun sa factor ng pag-inom ko ng tubig is exercise. Exercise was not a super regular thing in my life for long stretches of time. They always happen sporadically or, you know, intermittently. Um, my yoga habits are not sustainable dati. But now, because of the quarantine and because of my fear of having a low immune system because of the virus, I told myself that, you know what, you're fucking 30, you cannot afford to not exercise. Exercise is no longer, um, you know, an occasional chore that you have to do before summer. It's not um, a luxury that you have. No, it's actually an obligation now that you have for yourself to take care of yourself. Because I think what we need to understand is sometimes exercise is seen as a remedy or as, you know, as a preparation for something that calls you to display your body. Pero it is never seen in the health perspective na it is a necessity just like food and rest and water. And um, now I'm seeing that I'm integrating exercise every day and also rest days. I'm not too comfortable sharing it publicly kasi I'm not as brave as other people who are willing to show their fitness or um, workout progress. And I've never been showy about that. But I've been known to talk a lot about yoga positively because it mostly affects my mental health really well. And aside from that, now I'm starting to like exercise because it also trains my mind to be stronger. Because I think one of the things that turns us off from exercise is that it's hard. It's really fucking hard. Na parang pag nag-exercise ka, parang you get this motivation when you start it, when you see someone who's fit on social media. And then when you're on the mat, when you're sweating out, when everything hurts, it starts to sink in. This is fucking hard. I don't want it. So I think pushing past that difficulty or pushing past the uneasiness, yung mental uneasiness ng exercise is really important for each person. Kasi that's when you actually become mentally resilient over your control of your body. Yun yung parang natutunan ko din through exercising during the quarantine, you know, by myself in the room, yung ganon. I remember at the start of the, when COVID was just, was still back in Wuhan, uh, everybody was, everybody was kind of doing things to make the hand washing, you know, 20 seconds very enjoyable and that was that was fun and that was entertaining to see but now it kind of has become the golden rule and you know even the, uh, disinfecting yourself in, in every step of the way parang I think that's what kind of it's one of the things that we developed during this whole process was the paranoia uh, just kind of like now a germophobic tendency towards things which I, I guess this is a good thing for better or for worse but I think the more important point here is uh, I now realize more pointedly my responsibility in keeping myself healthy because if I keep myself healthy because you never know what other illnesses or viruses are out there if I keep myself healthy I am less likely to get 
to be susceptible to those viruses and you know you, you know you know me and my work I have to be in different places at once and sometimes you know along the way I might catch something you know in, in casual contact because when you're doing PR when you're doing events you kind of have to be a little bit more uh, physical and, and, and more open uh, in terms of the, your affections and have to perform that so and sometimes you know in performing things and or in the app of pretension you kind of do it overboard so I tend to over hug people and I tend to um, shake hands a little longer than necessary and then you continue on with the conversation sometimes and you and me I'm very uh, when I'm being my PR self I, I tend to be very uh, animated and just uh, I would just react and touch my face but <gasps> I have those tendencies and, and if I keep myself healthy uh, I'm less susceptible to uh, to catch the, to catch whatever and then I am less likely to infect other people uh, but that's just on a small scale on a public scale I think now and I hope I hope eventually public officials will get to hear this or maybe I hope they get to realize this themselves that how flimsy and how undervalued the research sector is towards the health industry well not just the health industry but research in general because um, the amount of uh, what's the what's the term the amount of inefficiency and ignorance that most of the politicians and lawmakers policymakers has, has exhibited during this whole crisis makes tacitly clear that there obviously there is no investment on uh, an intellectual solution towards all of this and uh, I'm just thinking that uh, well, maybe if they invested uh, in education and medical research just as much as they invest on weapons or the war machine maybe we wouldn't have this much big of a problem because as you can see the whole industry not just one but the whole industry at large life as we know it came to a literal shutdown because of this and now uh, rather than focusing and even now you know rather than focusing on finding the solution the cure for this or uh, encouraging the, the health sector there's more focus now on creating imaginary enemies in the form of rebels in the form of other which, you know, I mean, I'm not saying they're right, but there's, uh, I could see what, where they're coming from, but I think um, plotting vendetta right now is a very puerile or very pointless exercise when, they, when obviously there's a bigger, when, there, when, there's a, when there are bigger fishes to fry. And I think... And I hope that that's something that one one of these days, you know, one of the politicians gets struck in the head and has it gets his head rebooted or his brain rebooted, and we would have uh, a divine, 
realization the same way Paul had when he fell on his way to Damascus. I realized that um, after quitting smoking for about how many months now? Eight months or nine months? Um, I really hope never to come back to that um, state na kailangan ko magyosi. But I don't want to go back to smoking. And the virus crisis actually motivates me to keep being clean from nicotine or from, you know, smoking vices. Because, yun nga, according to studies, you're most likely to actually develop symptoms of COVID when you're a smoker. Which is not surprising because it targets your respiratory system. And as for alcohol, I made the decision to go sober for the rest of the year. Or at least until Christmas season. Because I know a lot of people will be drinking during the Christmas season and I'm not going to be able to avoid invitations. Although I know I have the ability to avoid drinking. To avoid the act of drinking. It's just that I wanted to see if sobriety is for me. Because I think I've mentioned this in past episodes that I personally have had problems with alcohol. It's a very complicated relationship I have with alcohol. Uh, And in my personal life and in my family life, I've encountered many difficult situations and circumstances because of alcohol. And now I kind of want to reset that by being sober and see if, you know, natatakot ako kasi na madiscover na na-enjoy ko lang bang pumarty or masaya lang ba akong pumaparty kasi nakainom ako. Parang, gusto kong makita na I can enjoy a party without being inebriated or at least being tipsy. And I want to be able to, you know, um, engage with people not being influenced by substances. I've started making conscious decisions to be healthy. I actually started to eat healthier. I started taking vitamins. Nagquit ako mag-smoke, which I thought was impossible. I actually wash my hands like 10 times a day na at even though I haven't been out in weeks. Kasi we are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic eh, with cities and even entire countries shutting down. Given that factor, sinong hindi matatakot, ba? At the same time, you can't help but to think about others' health as well. Because it has come to a point na if one person in your village or barangay is sick, malaki yung possibility na it would wipe out a big number of your area's population. Kaya, paano mo hindi maiisip yung kalusugan ng iba given that factor? Kaya as a member of society, you can't help but to think on ways to include initiatives to help maintain and probably improve, improve not only your health but everyone's health as well. Especially ngayon, di ba? You want to help prevent the spread of the pandemic. Personally, ako, I've had urges on volunteering sa ilang mga NGOs na malapit sa amin para makatulong kasi... Minsan, I feel helpless just sitting here while watching a lot of people suffer na ako, as a healthy individual, wala akong gagawin para sa iba. I kind of felt guilty just thinking about it. Honestly, I really don't think that we are ready for a GCQ. I think um, we're underestimating this virus. 
with the measures that are being implemented right now. And I think now I'm more conscious about the products that I'm using publicly, like, you know, alcohol, wipes, masks. Kasi dati naman, kahit, kahit sabihin pa na nurse ako, I'm already happy when I get to wash my hands every now and then, especially when I go to the bathroom. But I'm not someone who's obsessively rubbing alcohol every 10 minutes. I'm not that kind of person. And I've always believed that, oh, you know what, it's sometimes important for you to build your immune system by getting exposed to certain um, microorganisms. But with this crisis, with this coronavirus, novel coronavirus, you cannot just um, gamble your health that way. And now, nakikita ko na yung sarili ko na, do I have alcohol in my bag when I go out? Will I be able to keep wipes or maintain certain number of wipes when I'm um, going outside the house? Do I have soap uh, or liquid soap or sanitizer if I need to go to the bathroom while I'm not at home? And am I wearing a mask? The mask actually is a huge thing even before the quarantine was implemented. So ngayon mga kapitbahay, itatakel na natin kung gaano ka-importante ang public health care system sa isang bansa. So ang public health care system, ito ay minsan hindi binibigyan ng importansya. Dahil na dito sa Pilipinas, alam naman natin kung gaano, kung ano yung approach na sa public healthcare system natin. Pero kasi, paano mo i-expect na magpro-progress ang isang bansa, magde-develop ang isang bansa, aangat ang isang bansa, kung hindi mo binibigyan ng importansya ang kalusugan ng mga mamamayan nito? Diba? Sino magtatrabaho? Paano magtatrabaho ng mga Pilipino kung hindi mo sila pinaprotektahan sa mga kasakitan na ito, diba? Sa ngayon, ang alam natin, ang universal healthcare natin is PhilHealth. Ang PhilHealth, uh, binabayaran natin siya paycheck to paycheck, pay monthly. And alam natin na uh, maraming, maraming medical treatments and surgeries na covered ng PhilHealth. For me, lalo na ako, nung inoperahan ako sa cleft palate, nagpresent lang si mami ng uh, PhilHealth niya and considered ako as beneficiary dahil hindi pa ako legal age noon, hindi pa ako nagtatrabaho. Binayaran ng PhilHealth yung um, medical treatments ko, yung surgery ko, ganyan. Pero... Ngayon kasi nakikita natin na kung gaano ka limited yung healthcare system natin dahil maraming Pilipino ang hindi nabibigyan ng lunas ngayong ngayong uh, may pandemic. And then laging sinasabi ng gobyerno natin kung gaano kahanda ang Pilipinas sa pandemic na ito. Handa daw ang gobyerno para uh, labanan ang pandemic na to. Pero kasi paano mo masasabi na handa ang isang bansa, handa ang gobyerno nito, handa ang healthcare system nito? Kung nakikita natin na maraming namamatay na frontliners, maraming frontliners ang hindi nabibigyan ng lunas, maraming Pilipino ang namamatay, at maraming Pilipino ang hindi man lang nabibigyan ng lunas kahit positive sila. Nauuna pa yung senators, nagdadalawang, nagdadalawang beses pa na, nagdadalawang beses pa na uh, COVID testing, ni, ni, wala nga silang symptoms at nag-negative pa sila sa ano, nag-negative pa sila noong unang testing tapos gusto lang nilang mag-second testing para lang makasure. But hindi na lang natin i-prioritize yung mga frontliners, yung mga mamayang Pilipino na nag, nag-show na ng mga symptoms, di ba? Hindi hindi wag na natin, hindi ko na i-elaborate kung ano pa yung ibang problema dahil hindi ko naman alam ang logistics 
ng mga yon. Siguro ang masasabi ko lang is insure, healthcare insurance is a good investment. I mean, alam ko namang hindi yung ibang mga Pilipino dyan, lalo na pag uh, walang trabaho ay walang access sa mga gantong bagay. Pero it's, it is really a good investment pag afford mo siya at may trabaho ka. I mean, isa ko sa mga masaswelping tao na may trabaho at sagot ng kumpanya ko yung healthcare insurance ko. At meron pa akong PhilHealth na binabayaran ko ng kada buwan. Kaya uh, marami kasi, marami yun eh, maraming variety ng health insurance, marami, maraming mga benefits. Depende na lang, I mean, syempre pag parami ng parami yung benefits, palaki din ng palaki yung pagbayad. Alam ko mayroong programa ang PhilHealth para sa mga hindi nagtatrabahong Pilipino para makover ng PhilHealth. Pero ayun nga, hindi lang tayo informed at hindi lang siguro accessible talaga para sa kanila. So ayun mga kapitbahay, kailangan talaga natin maging handa para sa pandemya ito. Kaya, kaya personal hygiene is very important. Uh, maghugas lagi kayo na kamay. I mean, yes, napapatay ng 70% alcohol ang virus sa ating mga kamay, sa at, sa, kung saan sa amang bagay na yan. Pero huwag natin kalimutan maghugas ng kamay. Kasi iba pa rin yung paghuhugas ng kamay talaga. And sana, shout out sa ating gobyerno, sana bigyan natin ng importansya ang public health system. Kasi paano nyo i-expect, lalo na mas malaki ang working class talaga, paano nyo i-expect na magiging productive ang mga Pilipino, magiging magpro-progress ang bansang ito at magde-develop ang ibang bansa nito at paano nyo i-expect na susuportahan ng mamamayang Pilipino ang gobyernong ito kung hindi namin nafe-feel na pinoprotektahan nyo rin kami. I mean, in order for us to support the government, protect the Filipino people. Diba? Ever since I was young, going to the hospital is such a privilege or it's just for the rich people. I think COVID-19 showed all the cracks and damages and how poor our system or our government treated us. Because healthcare is not just for people with money. Poor people deserve an accommodating and a nice hospital facility, a nice, uh, or, or at least a free healthcare, you know? like yung hindi sila magbabayad or yung free healthcare na hindi nila pipilahan or yung kung pipila man sila nasa maayos silang pilahan hindi sila nasa initan hindi sila yung alam mo yun may, may sakit ka na nga kaya ka pumunta sa hospital tapos pipila ka pa ng matagal tapos may may ibang time na hindi ka pa makaka hindi ka ma-accommodate because ang dami-dami yung pumupunta doon so I think we should prioritize this issue because COVID-19 can happen anytime again. I mean, hindi pa siya tapos ngayon, pero pag natapos siya, pwede na naman siyang mag-evolve or something. I don't know. Dapat lahat tayo ay may access, ay may access sa healthcare. When it comes naman to the public health, I want to be able to learn more about what the government can provide us or are there any ordinances or laws that are pending and needs um you know call to action or campaigns kasi ang daming nangyari during the quarantine season na parang napabilis yung decision making because people are clamoring for it and i want to be part of huge changes that will affect the public health and I hope to see public spaces being provided with sanitizers, alcohol, or hand-washing stations. Kasi 
even if we lift the quarantine, it doesn't mean that the virus is not there. And a lot of us are vulnerable people, whether we exercise or keep healthy or not, like the elderly or those with, you know, um, immunocompromising diseases. So I think I want to be more involved and or at least more conscious about what the government has when it comes to public health. And I want to be able to be an instrument through Kodazers, through the podcast, to tell people what they can avail. Just maybe even beyond um, virus crisis-related health. When it comes to mental health, what resources are there for them to access affordable or even free medication and consultation. For women's health, there are resources for you to get free and accessible birth control options. Yung mga na, I, I want to be able to help other people, maybe through Kudazers, and I'm pretty sure the other Kudazers are, want to do that too. And I hope we make really positive changes when we go outside and that we are able to make sustainable and permanent changes also in our personal habits para lahat tayo healthy. It's a lot easier to say na as long as you take care of your personal health, everything will be okay. Kasi we do not live in a world of perfect equality. Eh. Malaki yung naidudulot ng gaps ng tao sa maintenance ng individual health nila like social status, income, ethnicity na tipong yung self-preservation is not enough to be the only line of defense between the people and the disease. So marami dito na kahit sabihin mo mag-exercise ka, kumain ka ng gulay, bumili ka ng ganitong gamot, magtika ng vitamins, some people just doesn't have that means. So for for me to maintain and ensure the health of the whole nation, the government, um, public sectors, public health sectors, and I guess everyone for that matter need to collaborate para masugpo natin tong sakit na to. Yung responsibility ng bawat isa to ensure communal health is actually a very crucial part of the recovery and can lead to positive outcome and might actually flatten the curve. It's just so amazing how this whole situation has turned life upside down and not just in the and just not just in the new normal sense but now we're also looking at health at a very precarious level we realize how precarious it is how dependent are we are on each other and how terribly needed great minds or support or incredible support that the research industry needs and you know once this is all over and uh, once the the course is over and we're already allowed to do to more or less go go back to normal i'd like to do something that would you know have an initiative have the initiative to do something that would help the health sector and the research industry and on how to how, on how to you know overcome these kinds of situations although I must say you know I've read an article that said that the way that research is being uh, passed around is is radically fat, way faster than it was uh, than during the SARS and the avian flu period but anyway that's that's what I think about it and I hope 
after this, you know, especially for the lawmakers and the policymakers, they would start to invest on on the intellectual merit, or they would start to recognize the intellectual merit of re- not just research, but also the efforts that you know the people who are involved in research. Because I don't think that it's something. Because I think in the commitment to intellect has been uh, is generally frowned upon right now. But let's just hope that the, the crisis changed that at least. At least I hope that's going to be part of the new normal, where there will be a commitment to health, not just to health but also intellect and how to better survive these types of situation in the future. I think the most important lesson here is to prioritize health whether it be personal or or public kasi kung may sakit ka din at nahawaan ni iba so alam yon nakahawa ka din so ayun i think we should be responsible and we should teach our younger kids to prioritize their health too like wash frequent washing of hands like brushing their teeth getting regular checkups you know and i think the government should allocate their budget ng malaki for sa mga bagay na importante practice proper hygiene as the days of the lockdown gradually passes by dun ko mas realize how public health impacts everything education safety people's ability to work and be financially independent, life expectancy, happiness, and marami pang iba. Health impacts every other facet of life. Anyways, please, makikuda sa amin or kung may comments kayo or um, suggestions or um, violent reaction or even um, criticism sa aming uh, one-by-one series. Please, use the hashtag, hashtag Kodako lang. And, kung may mga question kayo or inquiries, please use the hashtag, hashtag question mga kapitbahay. And, you can tag us to our social medias. Our social medias are all at Kudazers. That's K-U-D-A-Z-Z-E-R-S. You know the drill. And please, please do visit, um, ha- uh, hashtag today. Please do visit, um, Podcast Network Asia's website or and follow them sa social medias dahil meron din kaming mga co-affiliates na um, gumagawa ng podcast every week silang nagpo-post and please follow them then and listen to them because you know para mag-grow ang ating community because we love them you know show them some love and that is it for this episode I'm Athena and you've just listened to Hello mga kapitbahay, this is Martin. Nagustuhan mo ba ang episode namin for today? Do you want your brand to be a part of our barangay? Kudazers can be a perfect partner in reaching out to our kapitbahays. Slide in our DMs or get in touch with Podcast Network Asia so we can kuda about amazing possibilities together. Mga kapitbahay, libre magtanong. Just tweet with the hashtag question mga kapitbahay or slide into our DMs and we'll try our best to get back to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.